Well, we are approaching the moment, the big arrival of the students here at the University of South Dakota and their uh, encounter with us in whatever ways and with other people in whatever ways. And uh, an important reminder for us in the gospel today, this great parable of the landowner and uh, the servants, a reminder to us that these days that are in front of us, these students are going to meet the Newman Center, but they're going to meet the Newman Center first through people who are the Newman Center. That the building is only a secondary consequence of our lives. The building is only the place where we say, well, this is where we hang out. But they will meet the Newman Center because they will meet you back or already have. Right? They meet a person. And persons need places where we gather. And so just like the landowner goes into the vineyard, we will go into the vineyard or have been in the vineyard in ways in which we will be able to say, we have a shepherd. And this is the great blessing of the first reading, a reminder to us that the shepherd is present to us, that we have someone who guides us, someone who leads us, someone who cares for us, someone who nurtures us, someone who protects us. And isn't that what every person who arrives here wants? looking for someone to nurture them. Find me one person that is on campus that doesn't want to be nurtured, right? Might come out a little wonky. Find one person that doesn't want the text message that comes back to them to be uh, something friendly. Right? I remember when I realized whether you put an exclamation point or a period or the past, like you guys all read into those things, right? We all want it to come at us in a way in which we're like, ah, I'm cared for. I'm known. I'm a part. Right? But then we do this thing. We're like, well, I mean, not that person. That was that. I don't care what they put in their text message. It was that person that I wanted to do it. Right? So we have particularities about the ways in which we do this, the ways in which we desire, the ways in which we want. We want to be loved. We want to have an adventure, right? We want to know and to put ourselves into play. And all of these young people are coming here for exactly these things. And some will know deeply the shepherd. Some will know very much that they have been guided to this place and to your face. And some may even know intuitively when they meet someone, this is someone I'm going to have important moments with But others will be thinking that the cared for and the needed and the provided and the loved and and the adventure all is going to come in ways less than the shepherd, not realizing how important it will be. And we have this parable to remind us that different people are called into this work at different times. Some way early on, Right? Maybe even some of you guys, when you were in high school, were like, I can't wait to go to the university for the Newman Center. <laughs> I think the only photograph I have of myself in this building 22 years ago was because I needed a place to hold my graduation party. And when your brothers are in the seminary, they kind of say yes. I mean, I'm sure they'd say yes today, too, even if the brothers weren't. I didn't know the shepherd was so important. 
right? And so we'll meet people at different times and in different ways and invite them into this friendship and call them into this. And it'll be a beautiful gift to see them be put at work in the vineyard, to see them discover how much they're loved, to see them encounter the divine gift that God gave them in their baptism erupt with joy and peace and hope and happiness. And when that happens for them, we sort of have that kindling again and be like, oh my gosh, that's right. That's what you're like. You love me so much. And others might not respond to our text messages with exclamation points. And we'll try, and we'll try, and we'll try again. But the gospel is a great reminder to us that there's a different time and a different place and a different way, a different season for everyone. Might we pray that whatever the shepherd's path is for each person we meet, that it be fulfilled. That whenever the grace is to be given to the person to say yes, that they might do so. That they might join us in great numbers and discover the joy of living this abundant life. And that maybe in 30 years, something will happen. And there will be a person who will help them discover the gift of having a shepherd. And we can pray today for those people to say yes in the day ahead and have no idea when it's going to be or how it's going to happen or what's going to go. But you know what? It will. And how do we know? Because we just talk to other people that are on different journeys. Right? The beautiful part about coming here 10 years as a priest is I get to see people at all phases. I'm just like, just filled with hope. I mean, I love, I want people to know why wait, right? I mean, let's not just... Right, It takes a lot of work to unwind and to heal all those wounds and to deal with, you know, let's not do that. But I got great hope in front of everybody because I've seen the 45-year-old who like one day gets it. And I've seen the dad at the football game of his sons praying the rosary and sending me a text message, Father, she's helping And I don't know if I'm more surprised that the guy's praying the rosary or that he's surprised that he's praying the rosary. But there we are. Right? Or being there at the end of somebody's life when they've drank for years and years and years and years and it's coming to an end. And yet something incredible of a grace is given in those days. And the grace that's given to her reaches her husband. And then the communion minister who was bringing communion into the house for the wife starts bringing it for the husband. And then a few months in, the husband begins to change. But you know who changed before the husband? The communion minister. Who discovered Christ in the hidden disguise of this man.
He was already practicing and knew the shepherd. But he got to discover the beautiful life all over again. And this is the abundant life that Christ gives us, that whenever we meet him, it's like, this is everything. And hence why in the gospel, the the, the landowner gives everything to everyone. He has to, because if he gives himself, it's everything. So if you come now, or if you come later, if you come to the end, whatever you're called, you get it all. Because you get that gift of eternal life. But there's something mysterious about how it happens, because it happens here on earth. I've almost never met somebody who, a little bit later on, doesn't even matter if they're like 22. They like encounter the Lord, and their life begins to change, and they're like, why did it take so long? I could have done this in high school. Or the 45-year-old is like, why did I wait so long, right? Whenever you meet that fullness, it always feels like you're late. (laughs) Those who are last will be first. And what a great witness we have been given in St. Dismas hanging on the cross. And there at that suffering moment for all of humanity. All he had to say was, remember me. We will be intercessors par excellence of the shepherd. Some will come through the gate quite easily. Some will come. And do what they want to do. Some may never come. Might we remember them. That according to God's grace. One day they too with us. Might see his face. When the kingdom comes.